0: Avast me, hearty! Drink to the the foam and bed ye, wench! verse chorus About verse lies, lies below, dead ahead
1: <laughs> verse, soon may the wellerman come to bring us sugar and tea and rum one day when the tonguing is done we'll take our leave and go
0: she welcome not to verse chorus Shoring verse we're doing episode right nine uh, uh with me tonight as always the boy, stupendously boy. syncopated sven knuts and sven how are you this evening
2: I am fantastic. I'm waiting for you to run out of these 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 intros that you do. That it's are never going to happen. So...
0: There are a lot of words in the English language, Sven. That's never going to happen.
2: <laughs> That's why you're the writer.
0: We are not alone, though. We have an unbelievable voice with us this evening, the Barry White of Massachusetts. We have Bobby Waters. Bobby, how are you tonight?
1: I'm doing great. How are you guys? We're fantastic.
2: I'm like slightly intimidated by that manly voice,
1: though. <laughs> yeah. I,
0: I no feel like... <laughs> 22 year old deserves to have a voice like that, man. <laughs> That's incredible. It,
1: it's nice. I enjoy it sometimes and the benefits that it brings you know
0: so if you couldn't already tell from the couple lines that he's spoken bobby is a fantastic bass singer i would say if you want to get a quick listen to him go to his tiktok cuz he has a ton of stuff i discovered a few weeks ago somehow because i am very much the old curmudgeon man that barely even knows social media but i got turned on to shanty talk which for those of you that don't know, you need to check it out. It's really awesome. It was this phenomenon where a gentleman from, he was from Scotland, right? Yeah,
1: he was from somewhere in the UK. I'm pretty sure it was Scotland. Nathan Evans? Yeah, Yeah, Nathan Evans. He
0: just went on TikTok and did this old Shanty or Whaler song, or I'm not sure exactly what the actual genre of it is, but he came on and did this, and then some dudes started just, just saying, hey, we need a bass part onto this. We need to, I want to add a tenor part onto this. And it became this massive phenomenon. And Bobby, you were one of the originals, weren't you, that, that added onto it? Yeah, I was. And then those original people started their own kind of power super group, I guess you'd say, called the Wellerman, which is the name of the song that kind of started the whole thing. Mm. That's Bobby, but yeah, go to TikTok at the.bobbybase, right? Yep. That's your Instagram too, isn't it? No,
1: yeah, it's on there for TikTok. That's the same for Instagram.
0: Yeah, and he's on Facebook. And I also have
1: like a link tree that will just connects everything. So yeah. those are very helpful. If awesome. you go
0: to his Instagram, there's there's a little link tree and it'll, it'll take you to everything. There's Wellerman sheet music. There's a cool little Q&A they did on YouTube. There's a bunch of stuff like that. And then the other, uh, real quick, I just want to name the other members of The Wellerman, which are, it's Johnny Stewart, Luke Taylor, and Sam Pope. Yes. So, Bobby, first and foremost, how sick of the song The Wellerman are you? <laughs> well,
1: it's it's funny because I've never had any sea shanty exposure from before this December, this most recent December. So it's just been nothing and then everything. So just kind of getting hit by this wave, of no pun intended, this wave of sea shanty songs. Ever since I did the Wellerman one, everyone's been tagging me in all of the other ones saying, you need to do this, you need to do this, you need to do this. And I'm like, there's a million of them. I, c- yeah. I can't possibly do all of them. Sometimes it's a little sensory overload, but I'm glad that it's a genre that I—it's at least fun to sing. Oh, for sure. For yeah. a couple reasons, I, I find it fun.
2: Sea shanties in general are great opportunity for someone with a voice like yours, like that—that that low end yeah. and mm. and that type of music fit really well together with those power chords that are that are typical to those arrangements. This must be like a bass dream come true, right?
1: Oh yeah. In the mainstream of music, of pop and musical theater or all these other genres there's not many bass oriented stuff especially when growing up as a bass that was kind of like a turnoff for me because there's like all these different songs that I can't sing because my voice I'm not saying isn't meant for it but it's not like it doesn't agree with it how it is right now but then when stuff comes along like sea shanties where you can fill in that low end with that nice bass voice it definitely that's one of the reasons that attracted me to it
0: Awesome. Definitely. We are really really excited to have you. You are you're actually our first official interview. We've only Ooh. had guests on that we actually knew prior, we had musical past with. So, you're you're a very special person here. Excited to hear that. Before we get started, we need to talk about the most important part of the night. Sven and I always ah, yeah. make this sort of a drinking thing because we we drink too much. <laughs> Sven, what are you drinking tonight? What
2: am I drinking tonight? I'm drinking a Guinness bigger than my head <laughs> prepping for the uh the holiday that's right around the corner, which which is kind of funny. You always know St Patty's is coming when you go into the liquor store the Saturday before St Patty's mm. and they're cleaned out of everything irish (laughs) right there's no jameson left anymore (laughs) um there's like some four packs of guinness you might find some tiller Dew or some like top shelf stuff that doesn't fly out too quick but what about
0: you bobby are you a drinker are you a water guy you're in college you've got to be drinking something right
1: yeah i i haven't actually drank that much i've only started drinking sometimes recently so i decided to whip out something that we my my roommate works at a liquor store so we get those discounts which is nice I got some spiced rum Captain Morgan mixed with lemonade and market basket raspberry seltzer. And it's not bad.
0: Besides the seltzer, you're kind of going... For a pirate theme. Yeah. You got the rum with the lemon. You're you're making sure you don't get your scurvy scurvy. and all that. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Literally because it's one of the lines of the Wellerman, which made this whole thing explode. I was like, well, (laughs) I guess I have to go with rum if we're choosing. (laughs) So yeah, I thought that was a good choice.
0: I did the same as Sven. I actually made a really amazing Irish coffee today, kind of on accident. I went cheap because like Sven said... Actually, mine was the opposite. They were out of Tullamore Dew, which is what I... That's my favorite Irish whiskey. So I I got Jameson. And then I just put a couple sugar cubes in a glass, poured some coffee over it, whipped a little cream. It's Jameson. Oh, man, it's so good. But I also, I have a Guinness as well, Sven, so... If I would have
2: had the tea, we would have had the whole chorus to the Wellerman, because you got the sugar, he's got the rum, and if I would have had some
0: tea... (laughs) Uh, Sven ruins everything.
1: You know, we got to coordinate this (laughs) stuff better. (laughs) Oh, well, two out of three is not bad. Not bad. All
0: right, let's get into it. The first thing I want to ask you, when you did the Colbert show did you get to meet Stephen Colbert
1: no and while that would have been epic I actually didn't even know that I was gonna be on it (laughs) my friend texted me and she's like I was watching this Stephen Colbert show and you were on it tonight and I was like what (laughs) and so I had no idea Stephen Colbert seems like such a cool guy it would have been awesome to meet him but unfortunately that wasn't the case but it was still on the show and I was like, that's wow. amazing.
0: It is. That's completely amazing. That is. But No, yeah. Come on, Colbert. Reach out. You can't just steal his music and then not have him on. <laughs> <laughs> as far as the industry, that's how everybody gets found is one day you're doing whatever. You're singing in college. You're... And then the next day you have... A million and a half fans. Kind of a two-part question: A, what is that like? It, has it changed your life in any real big specific ways? And B, what is that like in a COVID era where you can't really mm. you can't go out and meet people or anything like that? Well,
1: well, that's a good question because my TikTok is the thing that exploded for me, and I started that. Oh, it must have been I had a TikTok for a while, but I didn't start making bass music on it until I think it was last June. And I started doing like baselines to stuff. My friend sent me like, this guy who did a baseline to the song and she's like, you need to do this. And I did it and then s- I just kept doing more and they kept like exploding more than any other videos that I started posting. Mm-hmm. So essentially my whole explosion on social media experience has happened during COVID, which kind of sucks, but is also like, I'm, I'm glad it happened at least. It, it, yeah. It's been kind of wild because um I, I never really posted that much like music online for others to see. I had a YouTube channel or I have a YouTube channel, but I hadn't really posted much on it. W- once I started exploding on TikTok and people are, like asking more and more and I was like, wow, I've never had people ask for stuff like this before, uh, besides friends yeah. and stuff. So I was like, I guess I'll just keep going and doing more. So it, it's just been kind of crazy like that.
2: I just caught your um, Gaston solo, the, mm. the Disney's Beauty and the Beast on your TikTok just not too long ago popped up. So it seems like it's not just sea shanties. You're you're getting requests for all kinds of...
1: Yeah. Well, actually, goals. the special thing about that was... um That whole thing is part of this bigger project, this four-part acapella evolution of Disney. It's a mouthful, but <laughs> it's supposed to be like songs from every single animated Disney movie from the beginning to now. And the whole thing, if you add all four parts together, is like a half an hour long. So this was the third part. My friends were creating this project and they were like, uh, we want you to be one of the bases on it. I'm like, 100%. Acapella is kind of how I grew up as a singer. Um I haven't been a singer for long. Mm-hmm. I've been a singer five, five, almost six years maybe. Did you sing in high school? I didn't sing until near the end of high school. So, at the end of sophomore year okay. to near junior year, I started getting voice lessons and stuff like that. Then I started joining the choirs. I got really into singing bass on acapella because, as we mentioned earlier, not that many genres have the bass voice in it. So, um, that yeah. is one of the genres, along with like classical music, and apparently she's shanties now, that um, really show the bass voice. to its full potential with those
0: videos that i've seen you do on tiktok i mean most all of them you're just using like a it almost just looks like an iphone headphone mic the sound is so good and you're just using just manufactured mic that comes with a phone or something right
1: it surprises me too how good the sound quality can get from that because that's the i don't know if it's the same headphones i've been using but i've always used apple brand headphones for these and they get surprisingly good quality Mm -hmm. for um especially for like bass singing down there and stuff because not a lot of microphones especially small mics can pick up lower frequencies that well it does it enough to like be able to hear it really well when you're listening on your own headphones And since they're so convenient, because you just plug it in. Otherwise, if I want to use a mic like this, then I have to like export their video and export their audio, Mm -hmm. record it on my DAW, put them together, then post it on with the sound added on. And it's just a much longer process. And for the sound quality that the mic or the headphones give you, it's surprising. So I just use those.
0: What's the favorite of yours? I'll say, I think that you kind of got lucky in that the Wellerman is probably one of my favorite sea shanty type songs i've ever heard there's a handful spanish ladies and drunken sailor that i would be like okay yeah i could sing that you know 300 (laughs) times what is the favorite song of yours shanty or no that you have been asked to do and done like what's Mm. the one where you got done you're like okay yeah that's that is a badass oh
1: I, i was just thinking about this the other day Leave Her Johnny is always a good one.
0: That's great. Mm-hmm.
1: It, it might be a sea shanty, but it's in like that genre that we're doing. But um, that one's English definitely like there.
0: sort of thing. Yeah,
1: like especially folk style like that. So that's definitely one of them. Wellerman's a classic. It's super catchy. Yes.
0: Very, very.
1: I'd say those two. Leave Her Johnny is just a beautiful song, it though. It really is. But I'm probably forgetting some other songs. <laughs> that's so. okay.
0: <laughs> you do a lot of other acapella stuff, and you had mentioned theater, and it's very, very obvious. Anybody that has been around musicians or vocals or training it's very obvious to see that you've had professional training or school you know you've taken classes or something like that because you have a very very formal vowel hmm. pronunciation and and that sort of thing so so
1: a lot of it's honestly been acapella and choir because right now at UMass Lowell um I'm in one of the acapella groups it's called hacapella because we're the river hawks so uh, acapella groups love their puns. They love it. do. So <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. Since we're in COVID, I've been doing recording projects with them. I've been doing recording projects with the Evolution of Disney that we mentioned earlier. With friends, there's this base Discord server where I have a bunch of friends on, and we're doing like songs for each other and stuff like that. So a lot of acapella stuff. But I'm also in the um, chamber choir. Okay. In UMass Lowell, it's I don't know. I just love classical choir music. And the cool thing about, like, singing bass and acapella and singing bass and choir, they're completely different. It's just in the way that you're singing, like, especially stylistically. Like you mentioned earlier that you have to have, like, certain vowels and you're, like, not on mic when you're singing classically and stuff. So you have to, like, have that resonance and really project and stuff like that. Compared to, like, acapella bass where most of the time we're, like, on a mic. So you, like, just shove it in your nose more like soft and stuff like that those are the um styles that i most sing as of recently i've been doing some like um i just released a cover of um a short cover of exile by taylor swift and bon ivor with my friends so i've been doing some more like modern stuff as well but um those are mostly the things that i've been doing like that as of awesome. recently
0: what do you listen to albums or or songs or are you a pop guy are you a old standards like what do you listen to I
1: listen to I, I have a feeling everyone says this but I like listen to everything <laughs> but like um classics old classics I, I listen to some modern music especially acapella groups I listen to a lot of rock um which I can't sing but it's nice to listen to <laughs> so yeah it, definitely rock and hard rock is up there for like a specific genre that I listen to a lot Like, my favorite band is Disturbed. Nice. Oh, um, you're down with the
0: sickness, are you? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Sven, that... Speaking for myself, but I bet you agree. Sven and I have been around professional vocalists and training vocalists for a really long time. We're we're old geezers compared to you, <laughs> and I would definitely not have guessed that you've only been doing this or training or whatever you want to call it for five years. Because oh, it does, you. it seems like you've been oh, yeah. doing this since. That's you That surprises the hell out of me.
2: That surprises. me. you you've got when we when I listen to you sing, there's so much support and there's so much behind your voice coming out.
1: Thank you. Well, I
2: did a little YouTube stalking, and I think, mm-hmm. I can't remember how low you got, I think there's a video where you hit sar- subharmonic,
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: which which is, is a whole nother topic on its own, Um, that the vocal technique, which I've been trying to figure out. So, but I, I don't, you, you got down to like a-
1: I need to make a tutorial on it.
2: If you do, I am right there subscribing, and I think I already follow you, so- I'll
1: email it right to you. You you'll uh, yeah, be the first yeah. to hear.
2: <laughs> I get stuck in that vocal fry kind of thing and can't. Anyway, what's your lowest? That's kind of what my 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 question, where I'm trying Ooh. to get to. What is the lowest you can go?
1: The lowest I've gone ever was I um, guess two
2: parter with with subharmonic and then in and just your voice, your yeah. full chest voice. Yeah,
1: that's a great question because people asking what's the lowest note you can sing, and I'm like, well, in subharmonics or chest voice. Someone actually made a vocal range video of me um recently which was um very entertaining to watch brought back a lot of old videos I hadn't seen in a while but one of the subharmonics that he um got from TikTok and put it on there I think it was a B0
0: Jesus it,
1: if if you had a grand <laughs> piano <laughs> if you had a grand piano it's the I think it's like the third yeah. to last note yeah. on there
0: yeah. that's fucking insane that's insane
1: <laughs> it it's tricky because um Not always, but sometimes my subharmonic range since it's just like an octave lower Sometimes like in the morning, it's literally exactly an octave lower than my um, chest range So the lowest note I can hit on chest so like sometimes after a nap or waking up I can hit that B zero (laughs) or like a G sharp zero was that lowest I've ever gone with subharmonics What's the the name of the other
0: bassist in the Wellerman?
1: Oh, so there's actually two bass singers there. Um, there's luke taylor Who's um? Which the other he, the
0: other real low one is he? He's, looks really young. Yes, Lu- that's is Luke. That, is yeah. that Luke Taylor? Baby face. That's
1: Luke. Yep. <laughs> Him and I are the guys who sing bass. Yeah,
0: I would guess just by listening to what I've heard that you can probably you're probably a little bit lower of a voice, right? Well,
1: actually, that's a great question. I I haven't heard. Yeah, I want to know if you
0: guys have done a low off yet. <laughs> we and haven't, but that sounds maybe
1: we could like do a charity fund for stuff like that. But um, we actually <laughs> yeah, you need to do. We something actually like have the a similar lower range at the bottom of chest voice. I usually have like around the B, maybe a B flat, sometimes below low mm-hmm. C he has like usually around the same sometimes he has low a's and stuff and he's also 19 and like he's this baby face looking dude and has the deepest voice ever and it's insane like (laughs) i I, the first time i found him was through the wellerman so we never had a low note off but i i put my money on him for chest voice at least but i guess it depends on the day the whole tiktok
0: adding to somebody else's thing was that a pretty common thing before the wellerman
1: oh yeah there was that that's essentially what i've been doing okay um before that i think the thing you're talking about is chains which is not just one person duetting like another one and then other people find that original video and just adding not add their voice on to the last person but just like add their voice onto the original compared to the wellerman where people just kept adding on and adding on and adding on yeah. which is called a chain okay i've been in a couple of pretty big chains the wellerman being the biggest there's been others one that me and my friend started this misty mountains one. Oh, nice Just uh the song from the hobbit yeah my friend and i who's another incredibly low bass he his voice is nuts i don't know how he does it he started off and then i duetted with the harmony and then suddenly you have these big buff viking looking dudes (laughs) with like the longest beards ever and the deepest voices ever adding on to that and johnny added on to it as well i don't know when the duet function was implemented Mm -hmm. thank god for it because i wouldn't be here otherwise yeah i i usually like add on just myself onto like another video that i like ear candy or people doing harmonies or stuff like that
0: you probably feel like you're teaching your old uncles about what is going like having to get on tiktok david yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it, it's a very it's
0: good because yeah. i i had written off tiktok as just a stupid thing that i'm just going to say it uh, that morons were trying to get famous by doing moronic stuff But this is <laughs> it's
2: for the kids sir. it's an incredible
0: thing that young people are doing and that's awesome That's so it's so good to
1: see it really yeah. is a lot of people give tiktok flack not undeserved in some cases There are going to be a lot of weird stuff on there yeah and a lot of how is this making people famous but not a lot of people look into the music side of tiktok because tiktok is very music friendly I've met so many people that I'm now like yeah. connected to and friends with. I'm on Discord servers with a bunch of other musicians on TikTok and stuff. I've collaborated with other people. Johnny, who I think he's saying baritone. Is for, Johnny um,
0: the one that looks like he's been singing songs like the Wellerman? The Redbeard. He's got the, he's always got yeah, like the Fisher like the red sweater hair. on. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. the <laughs> Fisher net jacket.
1: Yeah, that's Johnny. I've known him for a while because we've collaborated before and he's also connected to the acapella world. I feel like he's a guy who literally knows everyone. I- I've been talking to other people in this community and they're like, "Oh yeah, I know Johnny." Or, "Yeah, I've met Johnny."
2: This is kind of sidetracking, but it, it's it's relevant because it's a cappella mm. music. Do either of you guys remember the TV show The Sing-Off? Yeah. With Ben Folds as a host and um uh, Sean from Boys to Men, and they always had like another rotating guest. I really hope something like that comes back. I think there's a lot of people that are mainstream people that may not they be missing this entire movement because They're not on TikTok or they're they're not uh, social media savvy. I wish there were more mainstream platforms for stuff like this. Definitely. uh, Yeah, it's incredible. Like, I've got a five year old boy who he loves music. (laughs) And I've never seen him love anything more than when I showed him the (laughs) world.
1: Like, honestly. That's awesome.
2: It was seriously one after the other. He wanted to see more and more and more. It's so addictive. And now I wake up in the morning to a five-year-old sitting on me, singing me the sea shanty that he just composed. Now, a lot of it's about <laughs> pirates finding treasure, and then he tries to find words that rhyme with pirate and treasure and just repeats them. <laughs> it's the coolest thing because it, it's sucking people into what I think is one of the coolest worlds to be in, and that's the world of music. I
1: and- 100% agree. It's surprising like how many people who didn't even know what a sea shanty is just ended up loving it and getting addicted. Like, I've gotten messages from people I haven't spoken to in years, and they're like, Dude, I just listened to the Wellerman track or I was just looking at you on TikTok doing all the sea shanty stuff. And it's just incredible. Imagine even the people who made sea shanties didn't think it would yeah. come back in this manner.
0: They they probably weren't thinking about TikTok back then. You just know, yeah, to they point
1: probably. The sales or whatever, I, I don't right? think they, they had just iPhones like need and to stuff. Get this
2: done, everybody pull on the rope.
0: There's a reason that these songs have been around for 250 years. Greensleeves yeah. and Annie Laurie and Drunken Sailor, their chord progressions and their all sea shanties are. It's just yeah. it's just one big long hook. No, yeah, they're and awesome they're like, songs.
1: It, it's songs that like aren't complicated. Everyone can sing it or get it after like a few verses of listening to it. There's
2: something about that call and. Response too. You, you go to a concert. It doesn't matter what the artist is. At some point in the co- in the concert, some point in the night, someone gets up and gets the audience to do a little call and response, and it it just oh yeah injects energy back into whatever's going on. It just creates the atmosphere, and I, I think that the sea shanties are just that over and over and over and over. You, you have a lead that kind of calls, and then everyone yeah. joins in with the response. It just makes it so accessible.
0: Speaking of the, the kind of ambiance that it builds and the two-parter I would think I did some acapella stuff back in the day and I would think it would be so difficult to record and perform this sort of stuff without the people in the actual room with you because there is a lot of feel and there's a lot of crescendoing and decrescendoing and things like that that it's really hard to get a feel of so what's that been like trying to record this
1: sort of stuff without ever even meeting some of these people it's also one of those things where the rock genre and stuff like that at a live concert when all the bands there and they just have the energy of the audience and energy of each other just makes the performance that much better. It's gets much more difficult when you're yeah. doing it alone. Doing this The Wellerman single, wow, it felt like a million years ago, but it was like just a couple <laughs> months ago. I was actually talking to Johnny. He was saying, yeah, I was talking to the other guys. A couple label companies reached out. Asking the singers who were on the TikTok on the Colbert Show if they could make a full studio version of the Wellerman, and yeah. we were like a hundred percent. Unfortunately, Nathan he got a management team and stuff, so he was unable to do it. He was doing his own thing. He
0: got a massive deal, didn't he?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. he's living it up right now. It's really yeah, happy good for him. for him. So we grabbed we grabbed Sam Pope, who was another very popular sea shanty singer on TikTok and um
0: and he, so he was he's kind of the lead tenor mm-hmm. the redhead that's kind of he's the... he's
2: the highest squeaky voice yeah but not at all squeaky i don't mean it that way yeah <laughs> yeah
1: he's definitely the highest voice up there no he destroys it up there i don't know how he does it a lot of practice yeah the thing i love about sam is he also has a big theater background so even when you listen, it's
0: not hard to tell when you when you watch you guys. Yeah, <laughs> no, 100%. He's, he's a hundred percent. Even character. when you're talking
1: to him, very energetic guy. He sells it to you. I'm so glad we got him on mm-hmm. the solo for Wellerman because he sells you the story. Yeah. yeah, and it feels like you're on a journey just listening to him. We also had a previous member, Aaron. Um, he was still technically a member, but he's really busy with schoolwork right now, so he was unable to continue with us. So Sam, Luke, Aaron, uh, Johnny and I, we all started talking and we're like, okay, we need to get this out as soon as possible. Yeah. Thank God all of us had recording equipment at home. Thank God we also had Johnny on our team who was a professional acapella mixer. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't know, just a coincidence of all these things coming together. I think it was on um, a Tuesday where Johnny and I were talking and we're like, okay, we need to, we need to start recording this. The next Monday we had the single released. We had the video done and released. Wow, that's the fastest recording project I've ever been involved with. So, like one the... of
0: you guys actually mixed that. Yes, so that was
2: Johnny, right? You said that
1: was Johnny. Because that was going to be wow. my question,
2: and and David knows this is the stuff I nerd out about. And so I was gonna I was gonna ask who mixed and mastered it because I thought the blend was superb.
1: Oh yeah, again going back to his mixing career with acapella, he like destroyed this track. It was incredible. It was. It was way better than I thought it was gonna be. I thought it was gonna be a really good track, but he blew it out of the water. Even like the drum, yeah, the drum is actually just foot stomps and stuff mixed really well together. They might have a drum sample in the background, Technically, all this stuff was a cappella.
0: That makes me like it even more. That makes me really happy that one of you actually produced it. That's mm-hmm. so cool. Yeah. What was the conversation or when did it hit you that wow, you might actually need management? What's that like to to realize that? And when does that hit you that you are big enough to where you can't really handle this on your
1: own? Well, it actually came out from essentially the label that we're under right now, uh-huh. Ten West, who was under us for the Wellerman single, and also will be under us for the album they essentially helped guide us along and was like okay this is what we need to do and it was it was really like thrilling and exciting so it was definitely something new the only management i've ever had was an acapella music director or a choir director yeah. or something like that now we've been having meetings about what we're going to be doing next and stuff it's just been really cool this
2: is probably pre premature but is there a tentative release
0: date for this i didn't even know that there's a possible album or or something like that oh i'm so. excited
2: and the reason i'm asking mm. is because that's the bulk of what we do on our podcast is review albums and i want to get it on our calendar oh
0: hell Ooh. yeah we would, we would um, absolutely
1: review it so for yeah sure. if, if it's too
2: early i just want to say let's let you can circle back and send us a date but i would love to i'm gonna it's gonna be on my radar
1: we're not gonna release the whole album just outright we're gonna have a couple singles that um ...are going to be put out before. Oh,
0: why you got to do that? (laughs) I was watching Dave's face. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. (laughs) We've had a conversation before where I'm a real big album guy. And the new generation Mm -hmm. is big on coming out with singles and then releasing the album, and it drives me nuts. So I'm just giving you a hard time. It's called
2: marketing, David. It's called marketing.
1: (laughs) I know.
0: know. You gotta gotta
1: tease the album. I'm definitely guilty about more downloading single songs from albums from like just listening to them straight through. Well,
0: I think that's the whole world now, and that's why it's smart to do what you're doing, and I'm just an old guy. Oh, yeah. I don't want to get with the times.
1: (laughs) Obviously, we'll be able to release them a lot quicker than the whole album, so it will get people more anticipated, get them content earlier. A lot of songs people have been asking for, a lot of songs that some people not, might not have thought of. It's definitely going to be a really unique album, and I'm excited. And we're already in the recording process. Oh, uh, so awesome. you aren't
0: taking requests anymore? <laughs>
1: you know,
2: you know. okay, I'm we'll just going to s- throw we'll this see. out there because we'll I, see. See, <laughs> okay. I see the poster in the background. But if there was like a Game of Thrones theme that was acapella, mm. I, I feel like I would just... I would die. That's awesome.
1: <laughs> that would be really cool, wouldn't it?
0: You do kind of have the facial hair of the of one of the... Uh, what are the guards called that protect the wall? The, the Night's
1: Watch. The Night's Watch, yeah. Oh, that winter look, just get a lot of fur fur, cut, and fur layers on. A little frost. Get a sword. That'd be cool.
0: So besides working on an album, what else do you have, or the group, or just you, what mm-hmm. do you have coming up in yes. the future? What do you, you look... So for?
1: besides this album, I think the main things for me, I have a couple personal projects. I'm doing another secret project with um, three other YouTube bass singers each doing like acapella project That's really big on my plate right now because we're in the midst of recording and it was also my first time arranging a piece Nice. It's way more fun than I thought it would have been. It's so fun I'm sure you guys have a lot of experience arranging stuff before or just composing in general The evolution of Disney stuff that's been really big for me recently part three just came out I tracked for evolution of disney part three i think it was near the beginning of last semester compared to the wellerman single which was a week later there's one more part of the evolution of disney that's going to come out and it's the longest part i'm sure that's in the process of being edited right now
0: what are you going to school for
1: right now i'm a senior i'm a computer science major with a minor in sound recording technology which is there you go a very big program at umass Lowell. it's a very good program the sound recording tech I also conveniently got a math minor while doing this.
0: Going back to talking about you're frequently asked to do things, do you have a most requested one or, or a song that, that you've been asked to do a oh, bunch yeah. of times? I have
1: two on mind right now. Ironically, or maybe not so ironically, from my favorite band, Disturbed, they did a cover of The Sound of Silence, yeah, which was incredible. A very cool take on the song. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people have been asking me to do that, which I'm doing. Another one is Misty Mountains. I think I mentioned that song before yeah. from The Hobbit. Yep. Because that is one of the most popular bass-oriented songs in, around social media right now.
2: Are, what, other, what other acapella groups do you, do you love to listen to?
1: Oh, yeah. That's a great question. One of the reasons um, I started singing. Okay, the main reason I started singing, which isn't an answer to the question, but it will lead into it. Was people essentially just saying, "Hey, you have a low voice. You should sing." My mom was definitely a help for that. She's like, "Okay, we will we'll find a voice lessons teacher and all this stuff." But um, one of the first groups I started listening to was Pentatonix, which um, oh well, Avi, yeah Copeland. yeah, my yeah. dude Avi. <laughs> I was in my friend's car. I remember it. It was um, their cover of Cheerleader. I just sank right into the bass line. I'm like, this is grooving. I just love Avi Kaplan. I just followed him throughout this career of becoming a bass singer. I was featured in one of my friend's song, his acapella cover of Avi's The Summit, and I sent it to Avi and Avi responded nice. oh. and he was like a, a big fan of the cover and we talked back and forth for a while. Wow. And it, it was just really cool because he was like the guy who got me started. Talking to him was incredibly surreal. I love that. The three main groups I listened to in high school was Pentatonix, Home Free, and Voice Play. They're all five person acapella groups. Yeah. They have in- incredibly crazy talented bass singers. It is just insane. How creative people can get! Like um, from the Nor'easters, if you guys haven't heard their cover of um, Bon Iver's, uh, I think it's Seven One Five Creeks. Mm. It's insane what what they can do. And also, awesome. that year they won the um, ICCAs, which is like collegiate the competition in Pitch Perfect. That was that was like based off of. My group actually competed in the ICCAs last year. So yeah, it was it was almost exactly a year ago.
0: Everybody, knock on wood. It seems like summer things are going to open back up have there been any talks for you guys about possibly meeting up or getting to do any sort of Mm. live shows or things like that do you have any you're you're a
2: pond across from
0: the other two people
1: oh yeah definitely it's crazy i've never been involved in like an international group like this.
0: Acapella groups are so typically Philharmonics and mm-hmm. things like that where it's yeah. you have to be local. You have to be with each other and and you guys are very not
1: there yeah. hasn't been like any talks about live shows or anything because um uh, mostly we're just focusing on the album. But we're we've definitely been talking about meeting up sometime. Because my sister's actually going to film school in London right now. And I know Johnny's based in London and some of the other guys are around the uk and stuff luke and i are the only u.s based singers in the group once this covid thing's over meeting up with them i'd just love to meet up in a pub yeah. grab a few beers just hang out that's a and...
2: pub i want to walk into yeah i feel like there's something <laughs> magical that's going to happen when this meeting occurs and <laughs> whoever's in that pub is going to get like a
0: month-long tour where you just go into pubs oh, and you yeah. have a few pints and then all of a sudden you guys break out singing man that start belting pub out. just go insane
1: that yeah. that sounds like a fun idea forget the concert yeah. stage just go to the pubs yeah. I'm sure you could get way more money there anyway
0: <laughs> what what age did your voice start becoming your voice did you have choir teachers in high school just hearing you talk in the halls and being like <laughs> join join our choir kind of.
1: because I, I wasn't really involved in any choir until near the end of high school there was this audition for a play and it was for a musical in my high school that was the second musical I think I was in and we had to sing any song And my friend's like, you should sing the Grinch song. And I was like, yeah, nice. that would be fun. I I think I even did it in a lower key. Surprisingly, it's not that low in like the bass community. It only goes down to the low G or something. It's just because of the soloist Thurl Ravenscroft, who's one of my favorite bass singers. Has such a deep yeah. and profound, yeah. It's not voice. the. It's not
0: really the deepness of that. It's the projection at those notes that just oh, yeah. makes it seem like the basso so profundo, full and amazing. Yeah.
1: So I sang that song, and after that song, because the choir teacher was like, "Come on down here," and she tested <laughs> my range going down at the end. She was like, "You really need to join choir," and I was yeah. like, "Okay, I'll do it."
2: David and I went to high school together. I don't remember anyone with a bass that deep in any of our choir no. like all the way through senior no. year do you remember anyone that that
0: no no
2: no, no nothing I, I mean,
0: no definitely not that's what made me think about it is i think that's a thing yeah just the fact choir that teachers are always just drastically searching for a yeah. bass voice and i feel a... like a choir teacher would have heard you and been like The heavens have brought this man down to relentlessly
2: begging. (laughs) And
1: (laughs) low basses are rare to come by, especially choirs and a cappella groups. When you find one, you're like, Join.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) I'm glad I love it. I'm glad I love singing bass.
2: I think the world is glad that you love singing bass. Hell yeah. Because uh, (laughs) obviously, by the
1: response on TikTok, uh, everybody loves it. That means a lot. Thanks.
0: I can't say enough about how exciting it is for. I guess I would maybe consider myself kind of a little bit of a music snob. And to hear these sort of things... little bit? (laughs) Fuck you, Sven. And (laughs) And to hear these sort of songs and this sort of performance... Becoming a mainstream thing on something like TikTok where, you know, a guy like me, TikTok is a signal that the world is ending. And all of (laughs) a sudden, well, adding on to that, not only because and no offense intended, but it's not like this is there's a massive market and you're making millions of dollars with this sort of music. But adding on to how amazing it is and how amazing you guys are. You guys immediately decided to use your popularity for a charity, which is just... It's, it's Mm. fucking amazing. For those of you that don't know Marine Conservation Society, it's UK's leading charity for the protection of their seas. They've been around for a long time. I think for Mm. over 30
1: years, biggest in the UK.
0: Yeah. They just work towards protecting the coastal environment and, you know, sustainable living for the sea. Talk about that a little bit, Bobby, what made you decide to do that?
1: When we were um, talking with the label company, this was like one of the topics of conversation, making this single to be connected to the charity um for the marine conservation society it's definitely one of those feel good kind of things because we're not only giving people music we're doing something good with it yes i'm so glad now we're connected um with them when we did that q a on youtube it was being streamed through their channel as well it was definitely one of those big topics of conversation when it was coming to making this single we went well over a million streams on Spotify. Yeah. Um, several million yeah. views on YouTube and all that's going to them. So that's I'm glad that it's doing well. So it's
0: it's fantastic. Yeah, it's wonderful. It really is. What is a wellerman? I take the song as I know that when people would whale hunt, they had these little boats that they'd go out with harpoons on. And I take it as the Wellerman was the restocking guy that comes out and, and goes to the little boat to give you guys your rum and your... <laughs>
1: I, I think you got it. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think Sven
2: The Weller Company was a, a British-owned whaling company that operated out of New Zealand. The Wellerman was... The ship from the Weller Company that was the supply ship that would come mm. to restock the whaling oh, okay. ships. There we go.
0: The more you know, that's fascinating. The Wellerman, and once again much. for anybody that's listening, the Marine Conservation Society. Any proceeds that the single "The Wellerman" makes go to, or how how does it work exactly?
2: So basically, any any, any of us that go and stream the song "Wellerman." By the Wellerman, those proceeds, um, Spotify, like whether it's Spotify yeah, or yeah. whatever the, the streaming platform, just just listening proceeds from those streams go to yep. benefit marine yeah, conservation. Yeah, it's going Society. right to them. Exactly.
1: So just stream the song a lot, even if you don't like it, just put it on mute, stream it in the background. <laughs> you know, it, it's going towards a good cause. Repeat. Just, yep, repeat, yeah, exactly.
2: I am excited to hear the album. I'm excited to follow you on TikTok. This entire sea shanty movement has actually dragged me into the TikTok world more I yeah you account. are the
0: reason that i now <laughs> have a TikTok account so i don't know if i hate you or like you where <laughs> i'm not sure yet bobby A love hate relation <laughs> yeah <laughs> this style of music and what you guys are doing deserves to be heard for years and years and years so i, I really do hope it continues for you
1: i do as well yeah and
2: hopefully when that album comes out this is not the last time. Maybe we get to talk. Yeah, uh, who knows? Maybe, maybe down the road we'll we'll have another chat. Hundred percent,
1: that'd be fun.
0: I'm excited to hear what's on it, Bobby. You are a fantastic guy. For everybody that's listening, once again at the dot Bobby base. That's his Instagram, his TikTok. You go to his TikTok and he's got a ton of just fantastic videos that you can check out. Check out the Wellerman. It's for a great cause, and who cares? if it's for a great <laughs> cause because it's an awesome fucking song that's just perfectly produced I love it uh, your kids will love it everybody everybody loves it you can get the sheet music through his link that's right yeah good luck for with the rest of college and with all of this crazy Wellerman stuff that somehow no nah, thank you
1: so much for inviting me to this yeah it's so great to meet you in the chat yeah you too as far as I've heard the fight's still on the line's not cut and, and the, the whale's not, not gone. gone the Wellerman makes his regular call to encourage Captain crew and all Soon may the come to bring us sugar and tea and rum. One day when the is done, we'll take our
0: go. We are Soon back. Sven, we just interviewed tea. an amazing young gentleman in Bobby Waters. Bobby
2: Waters. You know, I'm blown away by guys like Bobby that are well, hey, he's young. I'm trying to think back to what I was doing when I was 22. And I will tell you that I was not part of an acapella group that was ripping it up internationally <laughs> with millions of views and getting signed, and then also out of the kindness of their hearts, helping yeah. save yeah. like marine environments.
0: Pretty amazing. Ironically, at twenty two, I think I was probably
2: you were out on the water, weren't you?
0: I was out on the sea on a ship singing sea shanties. So yeah, were you singing?
2: Were there navy no. shanties? No,
0: we, <laughs> we did not have sea shanties. Our sea shanties were blasting rap out of on the radio and stop uh, on like drop. Yep, I'm really glad that we got to touch on this stuff, and I hope that we get more people in here. We've because I do. I want to have episodes where we talk Beethoven and we and we talk concertos and. And that sort of thing. I'd I've... love
2: to hit every genre. If I will drag my feet into the opera, but <laughs> I'll do it. I swear, God damn it. Because when I was three years old, was the first opera I was in. What was it? And I will tell, I will save that story for if we ever do an opera episode. We'll do
0: one opera episode. And so we'll save all of our opera because I have probably about one episode's worth of opera and that's it for me. So I'm going to spend, guess what I'm going to do?
2: Um,
0: I am going to surprise you with a question. That
2: never happens. Because
0: I have to do that every episode. We've been talking about amazing vocalists this whole episode. I want to hear from you. Who your favorite vocalist of all time is? And you can't say me.
2: Um, Celine Dion? No. uh.
0: She counts, but then we can't do this podcast anymore, if that's your
2: answer. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That's a really hard thing, because it's different about vocalists there's some that are good at this there's some that are good at that there's some that are good at yeah
0: they, you have to think about genres and you have to
2: yeah like bobby that just can sing notes that are on the border of you your ears can't pick yeah. up those frequencies that are that low
0: yeah how do you compare axl rose to ella fitzgerald you it's, know exactly I mean? it's, both
2: phenomenal yeah. vocalists both with their own power their own you know,
0: I completely understand that, but I still am going to make you answer because I'm a dick. You're going to make me pick somebody or, or something, say yep. um While you're thinking, I'll say, and we already we've already okay. touched on it before. But my favorite is Lane Staley. I'm a, very much a less is more guy. He was the guy that would just step up to the mic. There was no bullshit in his voice in his delivery and the way that he used his voice like another instrument. I picture him walking into studio sessions with five lines on a piece of paper and the band being like, dude, did you, were you going to take this seriously or what? And then he starts singing and, oh, okay. Right. Yep, I I get it. Yeah, That's just a genre thing because am I saying that Lane Staley is a better singer than Billie Holiday or Janis Joplin or, you know, fuck no. That's not at all what I'm saying. That's just my favorite yeah you know yeah that's that's who i I
2: guess the short answer freddie mercury has been a hero of mine if there's anybody that i wish that i could sing like it's freddie mercury because his delivery and the intensity and then how he can sing high man holy cow
0: one of my favorite go-to's of a song when i'm wanting to feel somebody singing to me uh somebody to love yes it's just every time i listen to that i just melt into it and i always sing along
2: with like when they do the breakdown with the i need Need somebody somebody to to love i i I always have to sing along and get yeah 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 Yeah. Yeah. that's the sea shanty part of that song I I think he grabs attention. The minute he starts singing, it just grabs attention.
0: Mm -hmm. So that's pretty much it for episode nine. This was terrific. Bobby was just a, a, a terrific guy doing terrific things. I couldn't be happier with our first interview. Come back for next week. We are just doing another review. Two albums that really, man, I'm not sure that they could be more different. From each other. VerseCourseverse.com, download the episodes, review the episodes, like, share, go to our Instagram at VerseCourseVersePod, where we're always doing something. I'm get I'm letting people know what we're doing in the next week so you can kinda catch up musically. We'll let you know what we're drinking so you can drink along. All that good stuff. Sven, as usual, it's awesome to see you. I have grown to hold these nights sacred that I get to hang out with you. We will see everyone next week. Oh, I, oh, I want to stay right by
2: your side.